Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard all across the world wide web. Hello, dolls. Hello, Jen. Thank you so much for checking us out here for another phenomenal show. And so, as I always do, I have guests that are lined up for you today. Yep, yep, yep. The virtual studio is jumping. The virtual studio is full of energy. It's full of energy. So, why don't you go ahead and just uh, share the link on your social media and uh, text somebody and say, hey, you need to be listening to the Charvette Mitchell radio show, and you need to be listening, like, right now. <laughs> That's what I need you to do. Go ahead and do that for us. And so today's show is amazing. We're going to be starting the top of the hour out with Lakeisha Dixon, who's hanging out in the virtual green room. Uh, she's ready to come up, ready to come up to the mic. She is a certified professional life coach. She is an author, a corporate speaker, and a breakthrough strategist. Let me tell you, you better put on your seatbelts today. She's an energetic uh, speaker. I'm telling you what, she's just going to keep you captivated this whole time. She's been featured on radio uh, she's been featured on TV and magazines, uh, and she has a workshop you, some of you may be familiar with, uh, Victorious Living, Purpose, Overcoming Obstacles. Oh, my goodness, she does Branding 101 and a bunch of other things, uh, and we're excited that we just connected on social media, and I'm going to tell you how we connected on social media, and she's here in, in the first segment, and then uh, coming up in the second segment, we are going to be chatting with Miranda N. Dennis. Uh, she is a licensed clin- clinical social worker uh, in the states of New York and Virginia. And I'm telling you what, she is amazing. She's also an inspirational speaker, and she is an author. Uh, and her book is available. Uh, My Ordered Steps, Uh, you're going to hear all about it, all about it, Uh, and it's a based, uh, wellness-based planner for Christians who are balancing social, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. So all of that is coming up. So again, what we want you to do is go ahead and uh, share what you're listening to, say, hey, you need to come on over and check out the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. We're really excited for all of our listeners, those that are On the phone lines, hey, we see you. Those that are coming in from Twitter, uh, Instagram, I know you follow me on Twitter, right? Okay, go follow me. Follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Charvette. Let's connect on Instagram. Yep, it's Charvette M over on Instagram. And, of course, uh, my faithful, amazing uh, followers uh, and connections over on Facebook. It's just facebook.com slash Charvette. There we go. All right, so let me go ahead and bring our first guest up. Again, Lakeisha Dixon. Uh, I am telling you what, break the breakthrough strategist is here. Uh, coming up to the mic right now. Lakeisha, welcome to the Charvette Mental Radio Show. All right. All right, let's see here. All right, coming up right now. All right, hi, Lakeisha. Welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Hey, Charvette, how you doing on today? I am doing well over here in the virtual studio clicking the wrong buttons. (laughs) (laughs) We are glad to have you. And so we connected because um, in... January, I put out a post on social media that said, hey, I'm going to be doing um, a show with female entrepreneurs, and it's related to relationships. And actually, your um, your name, your email came in just right after I had selected the panel, but when I looked at your information, I said, oh, wow, uh, I need to bring her, bring her back uh, just to, to chat for a full interview. And so um, that's how, how we connected. And what made you, when you saw that post, uh, you know, about the uh, relationships and female entrepreneurs and kind of the impacts there, what made you say, let me throw my, my hat in the ring around that? 
Uh, yes, I definitely wanted to reply because I was like, you know, I got a lot to say about women in business, and I definitely have a lot to say about relationships. But at the time, you were looking for the relationship, so I was like, you know what, I want to add my two cents in. <laughs> Being the breakthrough yeah. strategist, I wanted to really come in and really talk about that because I am a 38-year-old virgin, and so I was like, I want to do she have someone who's coming from a, a standpoint of not having sex but desiring to have sex, right? And so what does that right. look like? And so that's what made me really want to reach out to you so that I can like, you know what, do you have that person on the show? And if you do, how are they going to share and are they going to be open? And so that's what made me reach out to you, and I'm happy that I did. Yes, and I'm glad that you did as well. And so, yes, listeners, you heard her correctly, um, 38-year-old virgin. And so do you have people that say, oh, I don't believe that, or, you know, they just are dismissive about that? I have had it all. I have had people who say, I don't believe that. I have had people to say, why? <laughs> and I had people to say, are you, do you desire to have sex? And I also have had people who call me weird. And one even went as far as calling me a freak. So, yes, I have heard it all. Wow. <laughs> wow. And so, um, as a breakthrough breakthrough strategist, what have you found? Uh, we just because listen, we're still in the month of love, you guys. So it's still it's still about relationships and all of that. And so, what have you found that's been helpful for your journey that may also help you know other people that you connect with and they just maybe struggle with relationships and you know what what are things that are helping you? One of the things that I would say helped me is setting boundaries. You know, one of the things that I do not get into is conversations on sex. You know, and especially one of the mm-hmm. things that happens to women because we lead with our emotions and because we lead with, oh, he likes me, he want to take me out, automatically when that conversation in the first day or the first week come up about sex, we feel like we need to engage in that conversation. And so one of the things that's keeping me is understanding that these are my boundaries and borders. And you can respect that or you can't. And a lot of times I meet guys who say, Lakeisha, I just can't deal with it. You know, in your late 30s, most of the men that I meet are in their 40s and 50s. And so they're right. definitely not living a, a life of abstinence. they like, girl, I want some sex. I can't do it. And so when right. the time comes, I put that option out there for them to let them know, listen, unfortunately right now I am not engaging in sexual activity until I'm married. And so 99.9% of, of men like, okay, I'm out, pieces. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what uh-huh. you do, but that's not what I do. And so that has kept me understanding who I am and not allowing anyone to put um, stipulations on me or not letting anyone to put, like, you know, ultimatums, like, you either have sex with me tonight or, or, you know, that's it, I'm done with you. And so I had to grow past that pain, though, because that's a lot of rejection. It's a lot of rejection. And I had to understand, Lakeisha, in your life, you're going to be rejected multiple times, not just in relationships, but in your profession, you know, in in your friendships, in your relationships. And so I had to realize that rejection was a part of life because as you grow up and you see certain situations and certain things, you begin to want to guard yourself. And so I always tell people it was real easy for me to say no to sex because I had three aunts, all my father's sisters, um, they all died from AIDS. So my father, he had three Mm. sisters and three out of three of them died from AIDS. And so the one thing that I promise myself is that I will make wise decisions when it comes to sex. And so when I meet a man who was not even focused on understanding what's my favorite color, what's my favorite food to eat, but they always want to talk about sex, it's easy for me to say no. Mm -hmm. And so even at 38, cultivating friendships, I have a lot of guy friends, so I know how to cultivate friendships. It's just that Uh crossover because at this age, people do desire sex. And you know what? The age bracket that you're dating in, um, most of them probably have either they've either been through a divorce, maybe a lot of them, or they have children already. So it's a really a different place that they're in in life. And so do you find that it is better if you connect with someone who has the same values? So uh, and I'm assuming this is a, a strong connection to, you know, Christianity and those Christian values. Is that helpful to, to try to connect with men in that arena? 
Well, let me tell you, and, and I want to be clear with this. I have realized that both um, all sorts of men, no matter what religious background they're from, have a problem with sex. Not every man, mm. but the, the, whether they're Christian, not saved, unsaved, unchurched, untaught, Muslim, Buddhist, whatever, that is a major issue um, for a man to date a woman and not engage in sexual activity. And so I have met men who have been Muslims, men who have been Christians, men who have been just regular good dudes that, period, would not tolerate it. And so I thought that it would be easier for me um, to express, hey, that I'm waiting until marriage to a guy in the church than it was in the world. But I'm realizing it's easier for me to express that with men in the world who are not saved, not church, than men in the church. Now, that has been my personal experience. I'm not saying that that's every guy, but I'm noticing mm-hmm. men in the world, they're straight up and down with me. Like, okay, you know what, well, Lakeisha, that's good. I think you're friends. We can hang out. We can be cool, but I can't deal with that. And so when mm-hmm. I have tried to engage in relationships and cultivation with some men in the church, it has been a major issue. Like, you know, God will forgive us. Like, yeah, I wow. know that. This has nothing to do with forgiveness. <laughs> this has something to do with <laughs> with the decisions that I'm making for my life and understanding wow. that sex is a real big deal for me, especially the older you get. And, and you know, I never, I never said this would be my life. And so I think some people think right. I'm treating it as a prize. I never said, oh, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be 38 years old, not married, no kids, no dog, no fish, no red right. door, and no picket fence. That was never my <clears throat> desire. And so I have to make it clear, like, this is not something I'm treating as a prize. I'm just waiting to meet a real great man, not a perfect man, but a great man. And, you know, right now with my testimony, that's not it. But I don't, I, don't, I don't disregard the blessings of God over my life based on my marital status because God has blessed me tremendously. But that's an area of my life um, that I do desire to be married, but it has not yet happened. And so I'm still in, 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 the, in the race. <laughs> It's still in the race. Listen, I am too. And you know what is? I'm, I'm so glad you brought that point up. It's that you didn't set out to say I'm going to be at this age in this place. Like it's not like you. You know, we don't get to orchestrate our lives really. In some in some instances, I know there will be those of you that might argue that, but I mean, you we start out in particular women. You know, we think okay, we're going to go to college. We're going to meet. I know. Well, let me speak for myself. But I'm going to go to college. I'm going to meet I'm going to meet someone in college. I'll get married. I'll have 2.5 kids by X and X date. And then that's just everybody doesn't have the same journey. Everybody doesn't no. have the same journey. So interesting. Okay, well, thank you for being willing and open to, to chat and share about that. Because some people, I think, are probably in um, the same scenario you are in, but they are not vocal about it. Well, you have to be um, local about it yeah. because what happened when the American dream failed you? You understand? You've been right. taught, hey, you do all these things and this is going to be the reward. And then you grow up thinking, okay, I'm, something must be wrong with me because I haven't received it yet. Not understanding that everybody process and everybody journey is different. And one thing that I always encourage women who's standing, um, or any, whether it's a woman or a man who's standing and believing God for a mate that's suitable for them is don't, don't lose your hope. The Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. And we all know how we feel when we are sick. And so I have just told myself that you would not become sickly. You would not get a sick heart because you are discouraged. And so I keep myself encouraged by understanding that it is going to happen for me in due season. But in the meantime, let's just work this this business. All right, let's work it. Let's work (laughs) All right, all right, which is a great transition and a segue. And so um, how did you get the the title of the Breakthrough Strategist? The Breakthrough Strategist came from my first client. Um, When I became a coach five years ago, she said, you are breaking me through. You should be like the Breakthrough Strategist or Strategist or something like that. And I say, girl, you know what? You are absolutely right. I am the Breakthrough Strategist. And the name just fits. Because when I begin to think about some of the challenges and things that I had to go through to build a business, to go through life, to go through all the things I had to go through to get to this place, I was like the breakthrough strategist fit. And let me tell you, it has been a price. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. 
And so what area of coaching uh, do you focus on and, and who are the types of people that you that you like to help? I focus on the area of professional coaching where I'm helping women in the marketplace um, create side businesses or to launch their business or to launch products or to launch business manuals. And so I also deal with spiritual coaching and deliverance coaching for those women who are feeling stuck spiritually and there's some type of deliverance that needs to take place. And I deal with vision and clarity coaching and purpose coaching. And so those are the areas I deal with. And also I dibble a little bit in the book writing piece between me and my clients. We have released like 51 books so far. And so, yes, we deal with those core areas of the purpose, your vision and clarity, that deliverance piece and that professional piece. Oh, listen, shout out to your clients that have put those books out. That is amazing. So uh, if you say you dabble in that, I, I, 50-plus <laughs> books sounds a little bit more than dabbling to me. It seems like you definitely uh, bring, would bring resources to the table to help help your clients. And so do you ever see crossover? So perhaps someone comes to you really on the business side, and then once you get into coaching, you realize, okay, there's some there's some mental and emotional, some other breakthroughs that have to take place before you really can see some traction on the business side. Do you ever see that crossover? Yes, yes, I do. And I see it a lot because sometimes women don't even understand why they're stuck. And then once we start breaking through that pipeline of all that mess that's in their well and we start pumping their well, their spiritual well, their mental well, their emotional well, then we begin to kind of break up some grounds. And once we clean out some mess and clean out some junk, we can begin to download new information. And that woman begins to accelerate in her life because now she has that spiritual strength, she has that practical strength, and now it's easy for her to do the work. And that's the piece that must be done is the work. We can talk about it. We can write out the plan about it. But are you mentally and emotionally strong enough to understand that my life is going to change based on what I do with my hands, based on what I do on a daily basis, based on what my mindset is? And so, yes, I've had women that come into the program who wanted to, you know, wanted to discover their purpose, wanted to discover, you know, vision and clarity. And because I'm a coach that that deals with spiritual and practical principles, we always see that breakthrough piece. And so we break you through practically, we break you through spiritually so that you can accelerate and never decelerate. All right. And if someone's listening saying, you know, I need her in my life, how can they connect with you? Yes, they can connect with me on Facebook at Lakeisha Dixon on Facebook, um, Facebook forward slash Lakeisha Dixon. They can connect with me on my website, LakeishaDixon.com. They can connect with me on Instagram, which is The Breakthrough Strategist. They can connect with me on Twitter, Lakeisha Dixon. All right, there are your connection points. Thank you so much, listeners that are that are tuned in and checking this out. And so, Lakeisha, do you ever see the the opposite? Maybe someone has come to you for kind of personal development, and then, you know, as you're just going through things with them, you realize, hey, you, you need, you got a side business, you have expertise in something, you know how to create something, and you need to, you need to start generating this revenue. Do you ever experience those situations? Yes, yes, because one thing I love about women, and this is why I love working with women, women have an amazing ability to create. It's in us. We have an amazing ability to dream, to think big. And so nine times out of ten, the woman that comes to me has 50 million ideas in her head. Mm -hmm. And so I always tell her it's not good to just have these 50 million ideas. What we want to focus on are your God ideas. What is that thing that's on you that keeps pressing on your spirit, that keeps pressing you? You wake up thinking about it. You go to sleep thinking about it. Um, You are always constantly thinking about ways to bring it to pass. And so that's what typically what we deal with. But I realize that every woman, when she pushed to the test and when she put under pressure, can produce any product, any product service or program and so I'm that coach I'm really great at pulling things out of you and saying listen I see this on you because a lot of times we think it's some new gifts 
And I always tell women to mm-hmm. look at what you're already doing and maximize from that level. Sometimes we're constantly looking for new because I see, okay, I see Miss Mitchell has her radio show. Maybe that's what I should be doing. No, what are you already mm-hmm. doing that you are so great at? And when people tell you that you're good at, you dismiss it. Oh, this, I'm just doing yeah. this. Oh, I'm just doing that. That is your business. And so I teach them how to cultivate that how to cultivate and stay in that lane and build from that, how to add to that, how to allow your babies to have babies. So if you grade oh, the HR good. department at your job, guess what? You can do that on the side being a consultant. You already have the skills. You've been hired to make your boss look good. Now somebody will hire you to make them look good. And so it's just really flipping it on them and giving them a new set of eyes so they can see clearly like it's in me. I'm already mm-hmm. great. I'm already experienced. I'm already skilled. I'm already filled with knowledge. All I have to do now is make this profitable, and we monetize that just through programs, products, and systems. There you go. There you go. And I, excuse me, I see people um, just like you said, kind of just dumping, jumping out, doing a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, have you thought about what you're doing? You know, you're just kind of. Like you said, I'm gonna sew up a podcast. I'm a I'm going to go do this workshop. I'm going to go just kind of stuff in the air mm-hmm. because you see pe- a lot of other people doing it. But then it's like, is this what you are supposed to be doing? Right. Are you graced to do what? it? Are you knowledge to do it? You know, are, are, do you have the knowledge to do it? And what I realize, sometimes we don't even do the research, right? And so I always tell women and men, do the research. Do your preparation work before you just jump out there, call yourself quitting your job with no plan of action. Do the preparation work. And I always tell people, listen, it's nothing wrong with you having a marketplace job. I call it marketplace marketplace work. There's nothing wrong with you working yeah. nine to five, right? That is That's great right. because you can launch the best business of your life working a nine to five. That's right. Because you have money. I did it. <laughs> right. Yeah. You have money every two <laughs> weeks coming in and now you know mm-hmm. to create a budget to start flushing that money into your side business. And so why quit a job willy nilly being foolish Instead of staying at that place of employment, working you a system, launching a business to even see if it works, because it may not work. Right. And so just right. being wise and using wisdom and, and, and letting people know, listen, God has given you, every, each and every one of us, a tool in our toolbox. And most of us have more than multiple tools in our toolbox. And whatever tool that we use is for a different assignment. And so if you stop focusing on what somebody else is doing and look inside your toolbox, you will realize that the very thing that you need to unlock doors, to, to, to paint houses, you know, to build that foundation God has already placed on the inside of you. The only thing you have to start doing now is cultivating that, practicing that and pumping your own well so that your gifts and your talents and your calling can begin to overflow from the inside of you all the way up out of you and flow into somebody else. And that's when you know you have a business because somebody needs what's in your well. Somebody needs what's in your toolbox. Yes, yes, and yes. (laughs) All right, (laughs) listeners, I know that was good. That was good to me, so I know that was good a bunch of years out there as, my, as friends in, in Boston would say a bunch of years and so you're uh, you're hearing from Lakeisha Dixon author speaker breakthrough coach minister uh, as well that's who you're listening to uh, on the Charvette Mitchell radio show I've tagged her uh, on Twitter tagged her in Facebook and so those are great connection points because I know you guys are following me and so let's talk a little bit about your book uh, incorruptible restoring your soul from a broken past what's that about oh I, I that book took me 13 years to write I, I started off as a newsletter and I was writing I was in Miami working for a major cruise company and I would write two to five page um, newsletters to women it was called sacred jewels and when I wrote this particular newsletter people was like where's the rest of it and I was like there is no rest <laughs> and that was at 24, and it released in 2016. And so this book is for women who have been hurt, 
They have to dealt. They have dealt with relationships hurt. They have dealt with hurt from a mom or dad. This book is for the healing of the soul, and I'm comparing the heart of a woman to an apple and an apple seed. And it doesn't matter how much you've been cut, how much you've been bitten, how much people have went to the grocery store and pick you out for the wrong reasons to satisfy temporary hunger. There's something on the inside of you that's incorruptible. And God says all you have to do is give me those broken pieces, those seeds again, and I will regrow you, I will strengthen you, and not only strengthen you, but I will make you sharper so that this time around you will not fall for everything. You will not fall for anything. And so this book is 16 phases. Each phase is a different assignment that the woman must complete, and it walks her through her healing, walk her through forgiveness, walk her through through what does that look like, how does that sound, how should I be thinking about myself, understanding what's inside of her, her potential, the work. It walks her through these things, and it's so amazing because by the end of the book, she is she is more sound. Her mind is sound. She's at peace, and she understands that, you know what, I'm going to forgive myself because I want to start the healing process for my own personal life. No longer am I going to blame somebody else. I am going to start the healing process so that I can go on through life knowing that I am a masterpiece created by the master of peace. The book is amazing. Wait a minute. Y'all need to tweet that I am a masterpiece created by the master of peace. And oh. make sure you give Lakeisha Dixon the credit <laughs> for that. That's good. That's good right there. That's good. So how can they get a copy? Yes, they can go to my website or on Amazon. Um, I have all my books on Amazon. Right now I have currently have four books on Amazon. And they can go to Amazon and get it, um, download the um, e-book. Or if they want a print copy with a signature um, autograph in it, they can go to LakeishaDixon.com. And I also have a free book on my website called Who Am I? Three Steps to Overcoming Identity Crisis. And that's a free e-book that they can get from uh, my website as well at www.LakeishaDixon.com. Just how you have it spelled on um, the flyer and all the tags, LakeishaDixon.com is the website. All right, wonderful. And uh, what I like to ask all of my guests that come through um, is just related to the mission of the show. Uh, the goal of the show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we want to know what continues to motivate you. What continues to motivate me is, I will have to say, I will have to say is my nephew. Uh, my nephew, he's, his name is Santana. He's five years old. I'm not where he's at. He's in Miami. I'm in Atlanta. And once my baby sister had him almost six years ago, it, it, it took me up a notch. It gave me something really actually to live for because I was like, this is, I feel like he was my legacy because me and my sister are super close. And I felt like I had to really go hard to prepare the way so he won't have to struggle. He won't have to just go to any kind of school in any kind of neighborhood so that he can have better um, than what we had. And so he has been my driving force um, knowing that I have to do better even when I don't want to do better. I have to do better because this little boy me, his auntie. And I didn't want him to, I don't want him to go through half of the things that I've been through. And not only that, but also my relationship with Christ. I have a really great relationship with God. I'm praying every day. I engage God in conversation. You know, people think, oh, Lakeisha, you a minister. Are you praying 10 times a day? I don't. I'm having regular conversations with God, just like I'm sitting here doing with you. And so that has been my energy. He builds me up when I'm torn down, when I'm defeated, when I'm feeling weak. You know, sometimes people think because you're a leader, you don't bleed. And so sometimes when right. you're a leader, people don't call you and say, hey, how you doing and so just knowing that I have this relationship with him a great church shout out to my um, apostle apostle Brian Meadows with embassy Atlanta and so these are some things that's that's keep me thriving that keeps me going and understanding if not for nothing you got to be your best self because God created you to be great he created you to be the salt of the earth he created you to be a royal priesthood a chosen um, vessel a peculiar person he created you to to have dominion and to multiply. And so when we talk about all those different dynamics, I'm telling you I'm eating from every plate, okay? And that's yes. what keeps me 
um, in my season. And not only that, but I do have a coach, and I also have people that I'm accounted, I'm accounted, I'm accounted to. And so I'm just not living yeah. my life out here with no accountability. I have to check in with my coach. I have to check in with my best friend, and just things of that nature. I have a great support system and a very small core of people that I consult with for my life, and that's what makes it amazing. Well, that's some good advice right there and a good roadmap to follow. Well, it's been a pleasure featuring you here on the show. I'm just glad we connected on social media, and I'm sure I will keep my eye on you and all the great things that you are doing. Thank you so much, and you have a great day. Oh, you are welcome. You are welcome. All right, listeners, we're going to take a very quick commercial break, and then we're going to be back with our second segment. Listen, I'm telling you, I always bring you dynamic guests. If you're new to me, you you need to follow me because every show is amazing just like this, just like our last guest. So we'll be I'm moving into the next segment right after this quick commercial break. Miranda Dennis is with us. She is hanging out in the virtual green room, enjoying some virtual snacks while she's waiting to come up to the mic. She's a licensed clinical social worker. She is an author, uh, and she is an inspirational speaker and so much more. So you're going to get to hear all about it uh, right after this quick commercial break. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this. Industry Buzz with 3Gs.com. Join in today on the movement to bring integrity back to media. With one click of a button, you can disseminate your information right from Industry Buzz to all your favorite social sites like Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, and to your email contact. Maximize your vision today. Plus, get the latest news, entertainment, and media. Need fashion or makeup tips? Looking for a job? Connect with us today. Want to connect with other business visionaries? Connect with us today. This site is for everyone from teens to music lovers, from businessmen and women, industry professionals and performers. As a member of Industry Buzz with 3Z, you'll gain help promoting your vision. Industry Buzz with 3Zs will expose, expand, and keep your fan base up to date with all your happening. Members also receive free or discounted perks from various sponsored companies. So join the social network. Expand and stabilize your business. Connect with like-minded individuals. Need an artist to minister at your upcoming event? Look on Industry Buzz. Have a voice and submit your article to our e-magazine. Industry Buzz with 3Zs is the place to globalize your vision. Establish it today. Be heard. It's all on industrybuzzwith3zs.com. She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back again. So let's keep this train moving. I'm bringing up to the mic again, Miranda Dennis, a licensed clinical social worker. She's the owner of Oasis Clinical Counseling Services. And so, listen, this is just like life for Oprah Life class today because we are helping you guys. So I'm bringing uh, Miranda up to the mic now, uh, live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Hello, Miranda. Welcome. Hello, Charvette. How are you? I am doing well. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm super excited here, and I've been listening to Lakeisha, and I'm just like, yes, yes. <laughs> this has been, you know, like, yes. this, this is amazing, absolutely amazing. Listen, I love it when when females, when we all can cheer each other on, because uh, you know what, it's all of us are needed in this. In, in this world today, and so, great. So, what um, what got you into social work? That's a really great question. Um, because I a couple years ago, I found one of my old elementary school yearbooks. It wasn't even in uh-huh. color, and <laughs> it has you know, what do you want to be when you grow up, and you know, what do people call you? What are some of your nicknames and I just laughed at some of the names I used to be called, but when I found it, it said social worker. Now, in elementary school, I didn't know what a social worker was. I didn't have a social worker. Um, So it was really interesting that as as an adult, I found that and that I actually had become a social worker. So it's almost just like, you know, the path was laid for me many, many years ago and everything that I've gone through in life just really paved that path 
for me to be that one caring adult, that one caring person to extend a hand and help someone else get through their trials, get through and help them get on a path and build a life that they find worth living. Oh, that's good. That's good. And that is amazing, you know, that this full mm-hmm. circle, you know, that full circle moment of not even remembering probably what impacted mm-hmm. you at that point to write down no. social worker. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, you're I have also no the, idea. <laughs> no idea. Oh, my goodness. And so you're also um, the only certified DBT in Hampton Roads. So tell us what that is yeah. and, and so that, you know, listeners know. Absolutely. So DBT stands for Dialectical Behavioral Therapy. And this was a treatment that was developed by Marsha Linhan, and she developed it as an effective way to help treat individuals that actually have borderline personality disorder and chronic thoughts of suicide and um, promiscuous behaviors, really destructive behaviors. And then, of course, over the years, um, she, it came out later that she was diagnosed with borderline and had been misdiagnosed, which led to mistreatment of medication, which led to, you know, therapies that she was involved in that weren't helping, they were actually hurting. And so through her own personal uh, discovery and acceptance that, hey, I have a mental illness and treatment as usual isn't helping me there's got to be another way to treat people with BPD that's what borderline personality is and so she developed this it's four core skills that help people manage um, emotions manage better relationships gaining control over thoughts that are destructive and you know many many um there's a, there's a ton of skills that go within DBT, but the four core skills are mindfulness, interpersonal effectiveness skills, dealing with stress without making it worse, which we call distress tolerance, and mindfulness. Did I say that already? <laughs> um, we got that in there. <laughs> okay, yeah, I want to make sure. Um, and so as she went through her own treatment, she discovered it's not DBT can be used with a variety of people, not just those that have borderline, but also those that have depression, eating disorders, substance abuse, um, in, any, if you can think of um, any person that is struggling with how to manage life in general, they can use some portion of DBT. And so I became intensively trained in 2011, and when I came to Hampton Roads in 2012, no one had heard about DBT. And so I just, you know, I opened up my practice in 2014 and began using it, and now more and more people are using DBT in this area, but I'm the only person that's now certified, which means I have over like 70 hours of training and um, coaching and all of that that goes into obtaining your certification. Wow. Well, kudos to you uh, for representing us well. Listen, this is Black History Month, and we are making history every day. And so yes, um, we, we salute you know we salute you for being an African American woman and having that that soul certification uh, at this point. So that's great. And so Oasis Clinical Counseling Services. Um, if someone's listening and they're in the Hampton Roads area, how can they connect? Um, you know, with your practice. Great question. I have a website, which is www.oasislcsw.com, and uh, you can also reach me via phone at 757-271-9030. The website has a ton of information about, more specifically about TBT, different groups that I'm running. Um, It has information on even a lot of people call and they want to know, do you accept insurance and all of that. All of that information is on there. I also have a couple of free guides on there as well that help people to manage emotions that are intense. And then I also have one on there of how to manage thoughts 
that are basically destructive, but using scripture as well. Because oh, okay. I so that is the, Christian counseling as well as DBT counseling. Yes, and that's exactly what I wanted to talk about next. Was that you are definitely I feel like on a mission to you know help educate um, the community and the church about how both therapy and prayer can coexist. You know, they can be yes. effective methods of healing together. And so do you still find that there is a stigma with either people getting counseling or but even the word therapy? Is there still a <laughs> stigma or something that people feel funny about? Oh, yes. It's definitely there. Um, and I will say that I have noticed more and more churches willing to talk about mental illness because it's a part of society. So anything that's going on in society, the church is going to be impacted by it, and we have to be prepared and ready to deal with that. Now, yes, you can pray, and prayer is effective, and prayer can handle anything. I'm a firm believer in God, a firm believer that miracles happen every day, So when you go to the altar and you get delivered from whatever you're being delivered from, now you have to get up, go from the altar, and use some skills to maintain. You have to know how can I create an environment at home in my everyday life to sustain the deliverance I received at the altar. And if you don't know how to do that, then I don't see a problem with reaching out to a Christian counselor, reaching out to someone who has the experience that can respect your faith, pray with you if that's necessary. Um, I've given out scripture as homework with my clients that are faith-based, and we, we talk about it, and we talk about how can I apply this scripture, and here's a skill that I can use to change the way that I'm functioning. Okay, so if someone sees, uh, you know, the note that you are a Christian counselor, then um, basically that means that you will or you have the ability to incorporate some faith-based principles, but then you still have the full credentials as any other um, counselor or therapist. Absolutely, yes. And I'm licensed in New York as well as Virginia, So I provide virtual counseling as well because sometimes people can't get into the space of where I am, but they'll see my Psychology Today profile, and they're like, she has DBT, and she's a Christian counselor. She has the skills that I need, but I'm I'm not near her. I'm in a remote area. Then they can have access to my secure virtual platform, and we'll have counseling via online, and they'll still get the skills. And they'll still build a life that they're fine worth living, and they'll still be accountable to following, a, you know, following a regular treatment plan like anyone else would be. Okay, good, good, good. See, in this day and age of technology, it can work for you in many areas of your life, listeners. Put it to use. <laughs> if you just yes. tuned in, hey, you're checking, <laughs> you're checking out the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show broadcasting from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard all across the World Wide Web. And we are here with Miranda Dennis. Uh, so big shout out there. And um, I love to chat about your um, Facebook group. So you have a, an online community for um, Christian singles. So talk a little bit about that. So and I, this is a newer community that I started um, or a couple, couple of last month. And, okay. you know, I got to the place where as a, as a Christian single female myself, I've gotten to the place where I've noticed that many times, especially in the church, being a Christian single is almost like a death sentence or it's it's something that nobody wants to talk about and it's almost taboo like oh something's wrong with you if you're not married by the time you're 30 for sure something is wrong with you um and then I also started noticing that as within the church not a lot of 
churches have single groups that are teaching singles how to live their best life right now, regardless of their marital status. Because the value and importance that I have to Christ, I have that regardless if I'm single or if I'm married. My calling, my purpose in and of itself is still blessed and has nothing to do with whether I'm with this person or this person or by myself. And so I, I, I created the group as a way to help singles have a safe place, one, to have a safe place to express if they needed help in that area. But I give out resources. We've got a book list that's in there. I also have um, two, two relationship coaches that are a part of the group and they put out things. We do videos, um, words of inspiration in there as well for singles. Um, there are also, it's a, I think it's eight, it's an eight tip guide on how to thrive in 2018 as a Christian single. So if people are interested in that group, check out Season of Singleness um, on Facebook and you can join us and you can have access to all of that. Um, and we'll send it right out to you. All right. That's an amazing offer. So they just go over to Facebook and search Season of Singleness. Of Singleness, yes. All right. And you'll be able to connect. And so I really could not have planned this show any better because uh, (laughs) Lakeisha Dixon, (laughs) you know, starting out the top of the hour, talks about herself as being um, a Christian and being a 38-year-old virgin um, Mm -hmm. and how, you know, people don't believe her and, you know, all of these Mm -hmm. other things. So um, we are really in an interesting space in in society. Um, Yes, yes, we are. Right in the line. Yeah, yeah. And so um, your book, My Ordered Steps. And so um, when did you first start kind of writing the book and and bringing that together? That's a great question. I um, I went to a women's conference last year in March, March of last year. And the speaker was a psychologist. I forget where he was from. But he was dealing with the spirit realm, but also the emotions and how we need to face emotions. And that a lot of times the church will not want to deal with that. But you're broken, you're hurting, you're in desperation, you're, you're, why isn't God answering my prayers? And I was so moved by that session. And I thought, wait a minute. Everything he's talking about, how to deal with emotions, how to label emotions, how to manage life when things get overwhelming, is what DBT teaches. I was like, I have the skill that the church needs. So that was in March, in March of 2017. And I said, okay, well, how do, how, I was like, God, you know, here's my talent. Here's what I know. Here's what I can do, how do you want me to get this to the church? How do you want me to make this easily accessible to your children? And so about April 2017, I started writing, just writing, writing, writing. And I'm not, I'm not um, an, uh, an art, I wasn't an um, English major or anything like that in college. So the things that were being downloaded into me, I knew had to come from God because I couldn't mm-hmm. think of how to put it all together. There's no way. And so I, that was in about April 2017, and then I got discouraged, and then life happens, and then I said, well, you know, there's other people doing other positive things that can help the church, and nobody really wants to hear about this anyway. Um, you know, they're just going to pray it away, fast it away. You know, those types of things always, you know, kind of pop up when we talk about helping the church deal with emotions and mental health and all of that. Um, and you can certainly pray away things and you can certainly fast away. It doesn't negate the importance to use some basic skills to live an amazing life, to build a life that yeah. God is pleased with. So um, I kind of put it down for a couple months, and then 
I picked it up again in about August of 2017. I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm just going to finish it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> yes. And so I got it done. I said, you know what? It's going to be a birthday present to myself. I was like, I want the book completed and put out by October 2017. And sure enough, a couple days before my birthday, it came in the mail. And so I was like, yes. Um, But I created it. (laughs) It was created out of, you know, a lot of times we feel lost, we feel out of place, without purpose or direction. And we know that as a Christian we can turn to our faith in God. And I believe that everything happens for a reason, and he can certainly order our steps. And he can use things like the planner, the wellness planner, to help you find ways to balance out your social life, so how you interact with people. I mean, you can be the best soul winner, the best preacher, the best, you know, elder in your church, but if you don't know how to interact with people and you don't have a walk that people can admire, then we might need to find ways to build your social health um, along with emotional, physical, and spiritual health. We are a whole person, and many times we get so focused on only dealing with the spirit man in the church. Well, what about the other parts? Yeah. Those need to be dealt with as well. Right. And so that was kind of, <laughs> you know, that's kind of what spawned all of this to get started was to blend the two. And, you know, because, again, therapy, therapeutic skills, scripture and skills, they can coexist, and they will help you live the purpose life that God has for you. This is a resource, listeners, you should get your hands on. So how can they get a hold of it? So you can get my order steps right on my website, www.oasislcsw, and click the author tab on the left-hand side. All right. Very simple, very simple. And (laughs) also while you're there, they can connect for speaking, uh, events, and things of that nature. Now, um, do you have upcoming events that you want to shout out? Oh, sure, sure, absolutely. So coming up in March, I will be at the Hampton Coliseum, and that is for um, Tierras and Pearls. That's from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. on Saturday, March 10th. And you can get tickets um, and actually um, probably check out my Facebook page for those tickets because there's a coupon code on there and that's good till this Friday. So my Facebook page is Oasis Clinical Counseling Services. So that's uh, Tierras and Pearls, March 10th from 4 to 10. Discount code is available until the 23rd, which is this Friday. And then I also will be at... um, her it's called her private parts empowerment brunch so helping women heal all of her parts so that will be taking place in Newport News on Saturday March 17th from 10 to 1 ooh okay so a lot of um, opportunity there for you <laughs> listeners to connect with Miranda in person yeah. and of course Follow on social media because you, you of course, keep us up to date. So um, what are the best yeah. ways to follow you on social media? So social media, you can check out my business Facebook page, which is the Oasis Clinical Counseling Services. You can, if you're interested in the therapy and prayer, there is a actual uh, Facebook group, Therapy and Prayer. You can join that if you are an advocate and believe that both therapy and prayer are essential for our whole wellness, right? And then if you're single and you're Christian, you can join the Season of Singleness Facebook group as well. All right. There you have it. There you have it. There you have it. And, uh, you know, in your own words, do you, you know, watch the news and watch things that are going on in the world and just feel like, 
you know what, if they had a chance to talk to me or if I had a chance to say something to them, just kind of crazy stuff in the world, Any, what are a few things you would say maybe just for, you know, things that are going on around us um, that you think would, you know, help help people just live better, just maybe help them deal with some things better? That's a great question. Um, I would have to say that for a lot of people, when we're looking to the left, we're looking to the right, we're comparing ourselves with people Mm -hmm. who we think have it all better, have it all together. You might be looking at that Facebook page and you might have seen your, you know, a couple, and now you're depressed and wondering if you'll ever get married and all of those things. But when you stay focused on what God has for you and you stay in the present moment, then I think because a lot of times we, we increase our own emotional suffering by comparing ourselves to other people who we think are doing better than we are. We don't know if they actually are. Yes. Because you can put anything right. out. You can put any any image out for people to see and what it appears like, but we never know what goes on behind the scenes. Um, and I think the other thing that I, I tell a lot of people is, you know, we all have everybody has emotions. We have become a society that only knows three emotions. I'm happy, I'm sad, or I'm mad. There are so many other emotions there are. So you have to personally do some self-discovery. You have to learn what those primary, there's there's eight primary emotions. And all other emotions we experience are secondary emotions, and they come from a combination of the eight primary emotions. So when people are working with me, we start labeling. What does joy look like for you? What is the difference between disgust and how you experience disgust and how you experience fear? Because when you start being able to label those and notice how you are responding to those, then you can learn how to cope with those emotions. And the goal is to never get rid of any emotion. The goal is to, when you are feeling sadness, when you are feeling anger, to acknowledge it and learn how to manage it so it doesn't continue to control you. That's what I would say. (laughs) How to learn how to manage it. (laughs) Yes, yes, and yes. All right, I love this, I love this. Uh, And listeners, I know you do too, so... um, this is what we do. We we bring you guys uh, amazing guests just like this. And so uh, as I ask my last guest, uh, and to let you know, the goal of our show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we want to know what continues to motivate you. Great question. A lot of things, but um, <laughs> my my faith, of course, that's, you know, that's the biggest thing, my faith and, and belief that I do have a purpose um, on this earth. And one of the things that I started changing the way I looked at this month, I used to say, oh, you know, I'm not a statistic. I'm not a statistic. And then I saw a meme that had a young African-American man, and it said, I am a statistic, and it listed all of his accomplishments. And Mm. I said, you know what? I am a statistic. I'm the (laughs) only this, you know, I'm the only that. I'm single with no children out of wedlock. I'm a statistic, yeah. and I'm proud of that. Yeah. You know, so there yeah. are so many. So we have to change the way that we see things because we can. What two people can look at the same thing, and one person can find something positive, one person can find something negative. So I would say, if you're looking at a situation and all you can see is the negative. Turn purposely, turn your mind and choose to look at it in a different way. And that those are the things that keep me motivated is my faith and saying, you know what, like here might be a bad situation, but what what's the good that's coming out of this? Um, so yeah. All right, that is good. It is not what happens 
to you. It is how you respond to what happens to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miranda, Dennis, ladies and Yes, 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 yes. Well, this has been great just chatting with you, and I'm glad we got a chance to feature you kind of one-on-one on the show and um, just wishing you much more continued success. Thank you. Same to you and all the wonderful things that you're doing as well. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. All right. Well, listeners, that is a wrap. Uh, we we are finished for today. As always, check back with us um, next week because we're going to have more phenomenal shows and all that good stuff. And we just thank you guys. Follow, follow, follow. Twitter.com slash Charvette or Charvette.com. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.